welcome Star Wars fans to this week's episode of Duel of the Rings, a show where we debate takes so hot they can melt a planet with twin suns. My name's Amanda, and I'm here with my co-host Christian as we attempt to discover what story is truly the best from a galaxy far, far away. And on today's episode, we'll be discussing our predictions for the new series Andor, premiering September 21st on Disney+. Plus. So let's get into it. We'll get right into it without yeah. Brody. Yeah, no Brody this week. And you know what that means, people? We're on time. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, no, Brody couldn't make it to this week's um, recording, but he was able to get his predictions into us. So we will be able to take a look at some of the things. And right off the bat, Christian was ready to call out Brody for some of the things that he wrote on his prediction list. You know, I got a dog on my boy, Brody. Yeah. We have fun. We have fun. He can dog on me when I'm gone, but yeah, but he's gone. So now we get to dog on him. He's got a great list of predictions. I do like it. And he thought of some things I never would have thought of, but he put on there death troopers and clone trooper armor, which I love. I would love to see those in the show. But I was thinking, hmm, I'm pretty sure we saw those in a trailer <laughs> or two. So I don't think we can count it as a prediction. Yeah, I think that's kind of cheating. Yeah. However, it would be so funny if we like let him keep it in his like bingo card but then if we find out that that footage has been edited out oh that would be it was only in the trailer so rich (laughs) yeah um i was doing a a deep dive in the um, rogue one lore and was reading about a lot of the different scenes that they had shot that were in the trailer but weren't in the actual movie which i like when trailers do that because i don't want everything spoiled before i go and watch it yeah Totally. Which, speaking of, I haven't even seen the newest trailer of Andor. At this point, I get what the what the show is going to be about, the vibe. I don't want anything more explained. Nice. Yeah, so. that's, I'm surprised. I saw it. I loved it. Yeah. I, I don't remember all the differences between, because we've gotten three trailers, right? Yeah, I've seen the other two. So I was like, third one, I know what we're going to get. Or at, yeah. I know what the footage is going to feel like anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so different than when we did our predictions for Obi-Wan, it was a little bit, I would say, easier to make some predictions because we knew we were getting like an Obi-Wan Vader-centered story. Yeah. So we could make predictions that like branched off like a lot of Obi-Wan-isms, like his chin scratch and hello there type things. So coming up with a list of predictions for andor turned out to be a lot harder for me anyway yeah i struggled to fill up at like 10 yeah because like you were saying yeah obi-wan was definitely more of a box Mm -hmm. that we're boxed into we're kind of in a box with this one as well but we're getting a few seasons out of andor yeah yeah it's gonna be a lot of new cool stuff i'm expecting yeah and there were we in rogue one we jump right into the story And it's clear that there is definitely like a lot that has happened before this moment. So as a reminder to listeners, the first season of Andor is going to take place five years before the events of Rogue One. And then season two, each couple of episodes break down like in years closer to the Rogue One events, which is an interesting idea. And I wonder 
um, if we'll get some appearances from other stars of of the movie or any of the upcoming shows. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, five years. A lot can happen, but it also makes sense. It's a close enough to, you know, how Andor looked in Rogue One and I'm sure all the other folks that were pulling into this series. I like that you put Borgullet. Of course, I can't believe no one else put Borgullet. <laughs> I thought about like as much as I want to see it. I don't know how they would do it. But I don't know either, but I'm it. I'm hoping for it. I, I had a couple of um of different callbacks. All three of us had Galen Urso as yeah. being um maybe we'll get an appearance from him if not this season, maybe next season. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of a safer bet. We all three want to see Vader. Yes. I think that's a given like we just even a whisper of him, you know, we don't have to, you know, undo all mystery of him, but it would be cool to, I think you have to get a Nate, a Vader nod where they're like, you better watch your step or Lord Vader will have to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like how they used in rogue one. Like he has those couple of moments where he's talking to Tarkin and it was all the intimidation you needed. Yep. And we do all have Tarkin on our list, too. Yes. Tarkin and director Krennic. I know how much you love Krennic's character. Yeah, Krennic. I would love to see him reprise his role as director Krennic. Just to, I don't know. After Rogue One, that was a top character that I just wanted more of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was funny, and he was menacing at the same time. Yeah, something that Hux couldn't do so well. There, yeah, I totally agree with you. Just didn't execute it that way. Yeah. Well, some of my other predictions, um, I want to see Bodhi Rook come back. He was like the big pilot, so it makes sense that maybe you'll see him being brainwashed and more like pro-Empire around this era. Um, And I also put like a Dave Filoni cameo. Yes. I I figured throwing a cameo in there um, will help us help me get closer to a bingo. You know that they're going to throw someone in there. They would. would. So would he have to be, because his cameo in Mandalorian, he's a pilot. So yeah. So he would have to be, well, yeah, he, he could be a pilot. He could be a pilot again. He's got to be a pilot. Yeah. John Favreau could also be a cameo. Yeah. Do something with him. Vizsla. I see you also have... Kyber crystals. Yes. Um, I think we could get some more like Kyber Kyber crystal lore. Like we, we know that the death star is powered by the Kyber crystal and I want to see them mining really large crystals or maybe learning more about the lore. Um, there's a lot of mystery to develop there. That would be cool. The tie even more so into Rogue One with that. Mm-hmm. You were the only one that put Kyber Crystals on there. I was trying to think outside the box. I was like, what could can't. what could the story be about um, during this time? And then I also wrote, see Stormtrooper recruiting. Yes. I think that's a, a big opportunity that we haven't really seen in Star Wars is how, like, we know from, like, the First Order, at least, that those people were taken as slaves or like against their will. 
but we are kind of told that there are volunteers at this point because they're like very just excited for the new empire. So I want to see how like their recruitment tactics, even the training process. Maybe we'll see Andor like go into the ranks um, and see why they're so terrible at, at shooting things. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I'm glad. So bringing that up, I remember. I think it was maybe just in the final trailer where they show those guys in the riot gear in front of the stormtroopers, like in the all black and shields and the black helmets. Mm-hmm. And those helmets look like what Han wore in the solo film uh-huh. um, when he was like in the trenches in the war. And I thought that was a really cool tie in with that. But yeah, I wonder if that will have anything to do with if those guys go into the stormtrooper program or if the stormtroopers that graduate as being better shooters they're the guys <laughs> that get to wear the riot gear <laughs> or if we can get to know like as andor's infiltrating the empire does he make personal relationships with people who are becoming stormtroopers and how does that affect his um feelings about it um mm. That could be interesting. One yes. thing that Brody put on um, his list that I think is a great one is uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn. Yeah. As this much- seems like a great, I mean, it seems like a great time in thinking of marketing to try to tease him before like Ahsoka, you know, like yeah. those little breadcrumbs. Yeah. But it seems like a reach. Plant the seed. I, I saw that and I got excited because I I wasn't thinking of it for this time period, because I always think of Thrawn as more so post-Empire. But it would be cool to see that. As much as I would like to beat Brody in bingo. Yeah. I hope he's right. I hope he gets that. But I just don't see it happening. I hope to be wrong. Yeah, I could... Yeah, I think it's a, it's a reach. But... Um, and then he also put Andor has a love interest which I think is also a, a good safe bet to put in a bingo card. Yeah, that is a good one. I, I There's got to be a love interest somewhere. There's got to be. And Andor, why not? I mean, the trailer, you can kind of, again, I'm just going off of trailers. Yeah. They set it up to where it's kind of like planting that seed of love interest, but then it's like, maybe they're going to just try to throw you off and he's just caring for her. And we're going to get more of Andor's family. Like that's his sister. And then Mm. we're going to get more of his parents in the background. Cause I I put Cassian's parents in my list. Mm -hmm. Maybe he's going to fuel his fire by, you know, the death of them or they're, I don't know, maybe we'll get some flashbacks, but yeah, uh, that's a great one. He, uh, he also has, Brody has on his list. It's a trap by yeah. Admiral Akbar. Yeah, I think Admiral Akbar is another great um cameo to predict. It would make sense. A lot of things that would just make sense yeah. going off of our previous knowledge of Rogue One, but I don't think this show will be too predictable because of the style that yeah. it's going for. Like just that like spy espionage. Mm-hmm. gray area i think it's primed for you know saw Guerrera's extreme mon mothma's you know political temperament and mm-hmm. andor's like trying to navigate those waters yeah i 
we have a lot of like nods to other characters like showing up in our predictions. And it's not to say that I necessarily need or want to see those. Because mm. I think we've talked a lot about wanting Star Wars to go beyond the storytelling and the characters that we're already so familiar with. Mm. Um, and this gives a great um, way to introduce new characters. Um, oh, you know who else could be here? Talia. Oh, I didn't think of Talia. Well, no. Uh, she, spoiler alert, she dies, right? In Obi-Wan. Yeah. And that was 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. When does and this Rogue One? <laughs> five years before A New Hope, which is Luke and Leia in their teens, right? Yeah. So it doesn't work. It doesn't work. The timeline, unless we're, unless we do, Star Wars does some crazy things with time travel. Nah, nah, it won't work. You're right. <laughs> I got excited. I know. She was such a great character. You Maybe also, we'll see her like in season two, like as it gets closer to Rogue One. Some Talia? Yeah. But she, I think she'd be dead by the time of season, before season <gasps> one. Yeah, you're right. Ugh. It is hard to keep it's picturing just, the just, timeline. There's so much content, you know? Yeah. You also have Stila Guerrera. Yeah. Am I, I think an idiot? Cool. Who is Stila Guerrera? Stila Guerrera is introduced in the Clone Wars. Oh, yeah. that I am an idiot. Yeah. Um, as uh, Saul's, Saul's sister. Mm -hmm. um, and she is, spoiler alert, killed um, in her in her um, story arc, I can't totally remember what it was. I think it was like they were trying to overthrow the rebellion, something that seems very on brand for Saw Gerrera. Mm. Um, and I think it would be cool to see him um, like in a flashback thing of her yeah. or even bring her up and why he is the way that he is. So even a name drop would qualify for that one. Yeah. This would be a prime time, yeah, to like even dive deeper into Saw Gerrera and like we get to see his falling away into more extremism. Mm -hmm. It's certainly like I remember in Rogue One there was a a moment where Mon Mothma she mentions like when they're first meeting Jyn Erso and she's mentioned Saw Gerrera and she's like his efforts or his extremism has gotten us into some trouble and she like looks at some guy who like oh i know that story I know what you're talking about <laughs> yeah <laughs> so maybe we'll get that story yeah that would be cool um but yeah i put k2so maybe that's just too easy or too obvious i didn't see him in the trailers and i was like mm. Can't, you know, here's I, a here's a good um, bingo card suggestion, like a new droid or maybe a new species being introduced. There we go. I think that's a fair one. Maybe we got a glimpse. I've I get a glimpse of, of a droid that red. was like red and white. Yeah, the red one, the red bucket looking one. Yeah. Um, OK, you kind of brought this up a little early, but Han and Chewie. Wouldn't it be yes. cool if they brought in the actor from Solo? That's exactly what I was thinking. Oh, I, man, that'd be so cool. Yes. And shout out to my coworkers 
we were talking about this uh, and how like, wouldn't it be cool to see in the background that actor and Chewie, like just in the background, like loading up some, you know, coaxium, some spice or whatever. And like, let's go, let's go. Like, we're not going to waste our time with these guys or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. It's just more of like a cameo. That would be really fun. Yeah. Yeah, because you know Han's not like involved with the rebellion yet at this point, but he's definitely making deals. Um, And the idea that maybe it's even a scene that we've seen in Solo, but it's like from a different perspective and it's happening like in the background. Yeah. Is a really cool Easter egg. And like add to him from, I think, uh, A New Hope when he's, kind of dogging on the jedi like hokey religions and all these things and like Mm -hmm. he gets a taste of that in this show when he just has more of a religious experience with some jedi like cal kestis or someone oh i didn't put him on my list but maybe that could be a good one um i know that at d23 the like disney um, event that just ended last week. Everyone was really hoping that Cal Kestis is going to make his live action debut. And I did keep that on my bingo from last time, which was a live oh, yeah. action debut of a character. Mm-hmm. New character. Yeah. We've got to. Or like Hera. Oh, with the ghost. Yeah, I I mean it's hard to tell exactly where these timelines would like sync up, so I can't specifically place. But I do know that um, there is a book out there that shows how Kanan and Hera met um, during the early early rebellion. So okay. I think that would be I would just lose my mind if I saw that, and then that kind yeah. of be the little breadcrumb as we were talking about to the Ahsoka series later. Yeah. Oh man. Who would you like to see play Hera? Or could they have the person who voiced her? Ooh. Forgive me. I don't know her name. I don't, I can't remember her name either. Um, but I know Mandalorian or I know that they've been cast. I think I know that Sabine's been cast. I know Ezra has been cast. That was yeah. a new one. Um, oh, yeah. And he looks perfect for the role. Yep. Brody also has construction of the Death Star, which that's a it's safe always one. been in construction. Yeah, yeah. It's it's been it's safe. Yeah. Smart play, you know. Um, I was doing some research last night, and I think in Rogue One it was confirmed that the Death Star can travel through space, like space time. Hyperspace, I mean. Um, but we've never seen that happen. Um, so I'm kind of intrigued by that idea. That'd be something to see. Yeah. How? That's no moon. (laughs) My goodness. I also, I am kind of like willing it into existence. Commander Pow from Rogue One. I don't think I remember that. He's like the... um, He's not, but I always want to say he's like the the gecko looking guy, and he's shouting, and he's got like the hood over him. Uh huh. If uh-huh. you just Google him, you'll be like, oh yeah, yeah. But, just like a little cameo. Yeah, just I just want to see that guy again. <laughs> Man or pal. And um, you know, 
Oh, you go. We we could also would Lando make an appearance? Let's making some rubber. Yeah. Let's get him in there. That could be a good one to add into. And at this time, well, boy, it's really something to try to line up all these timelines of like I where know. they would be at this point in time, you know? Yeah. Because I'm thinking of him in L3, where L3 would be. She's still, yeah. she, the, I've, you know, still up and running or uploaded into the Falcon. I think she's still alive. Ugh. But it's hard for me to, yeah, concentrate too much to think about it. Um, oh, yeah. I guess this is something, you know, we've seen Star Wars go both ways when it comes to using a lot of stun guns. Mm. And versus like actual death and killing and death and violence is on my bingo card. Death and violence. Yeah. That we better, we better get some. Death yeah. And it's going to be seems like a drama. Yeah. Drama gray area of the rebellion. There are going to be some complexities and nuances to the sketchy business of getting things done. Mm-hmm. I mean, as intelligence goes, you know? Yeah. Andor's in, involved in the business, or he, we'll see him get into the business of intelligence for the rebellion. Yeah, I wonder how violent they will go. Yeah, I, did they rate I this it, show like the I don't like know the yet. age ranking, age rating? I haven't looked. I'm gonna, um, I'm I think I'm going to add to my predictions too that there's not going to be any lightsabers. <laughs> which it would yeah, make sense. It would make sense. it's controversial who doesn't want <laughs> lightsabers but i think this could be a title that um doesn't rely on jedis to do the main storytelling so mm-hmm. yeah i'm a sucker for the jedi stuff yeah maybe that's the hot take there better not be sabers in this show better not that's not my hot take your <laughs> hot take um, and then I definitely wanted to call out, it's not a Brody prediction if it doesn't include Boba Fett. Oh, yeah. He put that on there. Like, yeah. what are you doing, man? You're really, I mean, he's a fan. So you probably just him, always you know? going to put it in there. You're just going to wheel him in there. So, I, you know, props to Brody. You know what? I'm, yeah, he should just put Tamora Morrison. Yeah. Safer bet, you know? Yeah. You got the clones. You got then. clones. You got. I mean, you already got clone trooper armor in there. Yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, armor, like, why is it just clone trooper armor? Clone troopers. We'll have to ask him about that. Yeah. Because there are clone troopers in the trailer. Yeah. Like, like I know he's talking about, he can correct me if I'm wrong, the Attack of the Clones version. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I can't remember, I can't remember if I already said this or if we were talking about this before we went live, but I put Leia on my list too as like teen Leia, um, thinking about her working with Bale and Mon Mothma to get the rebellion kind of moving. That would be super cool. Leia was not on my radar for the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, but Mm -hmm. now she's on my mind, so... It is something to think. I saw that. And yeah, when you mentioned that, bold prediction. Yeah. Bold prediction. Though, I mean, 
it is interesting to think about. Yeah, like digitizing either the face or like they get another actress as like more like young teen Leia or whatnot, but they've digitized Tarkin and that was Mm -hmm. pretty, that was another thing. Digitizing Tarkin, him and his face in Rogue One was definitely better than Leia's face. It seemed like to me. Yeah, yeah. And that was, which is interesting because we were even closer up on Tarkin's face in that scene than we were in the final scene with uh, Leia. Yeah. And she just had like one line in that movie. And Tarkin had a slew of stuff. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like over the years, we've also gotten familiar with Carrie Fisher's face and all that. Mm -hmm. And the technology. Not as much for Peter Cushing, you know. It's kind of like, you just find slender, menacing looking (laughs) old dude. You nailed it. I really would like if they do have Leia in there for them to cast just someone straight up, not do the face regeneration type thing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like the recasting of like Han Solo. Yeah. That'd be easier. Yeah. Bold prediction though. Anything else you want to, do you want to throw in there? I put uh, U-Wing, like the ship Rogue mm-hmm. One. I just love those. I think it's yeah. safe to put those in there. I'm going to see him again. And I also put Tivik, if you guys remember Tivik from the beginning of Rogue One and how that's how we're introduced to Cassian Andor. He feeds Andor intel from Saw about the defected pilot Bodhi Rook and then Andor, right. Andor kills him. Yeah. I think maybe, maybe not in season one, but I think it's an appropriate time to bring him back, plant more seeds, set yeah. his path to Saw Gerrera. Yeah. Know? And you classic Brody put, I have a bad feeling about this. Yep. Along with, yeah, it's a trap, which both of those easy to fit in in a lot of different places. Yeah. Timeless. The more and more I think about the show, the more I am excited about it. It, this was the show when they first announced that they were going to do it. I was one of those people. I'll admit, I was like, "Do we need this show? Yeah, are we gonna? Are, are we gonna expect random spinoff shows of whatever random character we select?" But it sat with me now, and it's I'm excited for it now. They changed it, my opinion. Changed on it. Yeah, I think um, seeing the trailer and knowing that the scenes are like on location and it's not just in um, the volume Mm. makes it feel like movie quality. Yes. And that does introduce the top. And we've talked a lot about the volume, but I think the volume was like that cool new brand new toy Mm -hmm. that they got. And they're like, holy crap, this is a game changer. And it was to an extent. And they were going to use it for everything. And then some fans started pointing out things like this really isn't working out for what you're trying to do with like the bigger project stuff. Yeah. And I think maybe that reset them back to like with Andor, we're going to go back to on set. We're going to go to location. We're going to have you climb up mountains. Mm -hmm. We're not going to rely on the volume. All right. Well, I think that about wraps up. All of our kind of predictions, if there's anything we forgot or anything um, our listeners have predictions for, make sure to to tweet us or write into the website about what you want to see 
what you think it'll be about. But next week will be hopefully we'll have a couple stamps on it. Who knows? Maybe. Or none. And we'll or be none. completely surprised and thrown off by the show. Yeah. All right, let's take it to hot takes. Don't be too proud of this podcast you've constructed. The ability to rank content is insignificant next to the power of an exceptional hot take. And like Brody always does, it's hot takes time. <laughs> um, Christian, do you have any hot takes? I have one. Um, I can like force one in there. I haven't looked. So all the dedicated fans can probably correct me on like following the production of the show. But I think a hot take. They're going to have Ryan Johnson direct one of these episodes. <gasps> And someone could be like, no, no, no. They've already listed out who's going to direct each episode. (laughs) You know, I think it's a hot take in and of itself with today's he's, you know, back in the limelight again. Yeah. I think having Ryan Johnson direct an episode of this, they're going to do it. They're going (laughs) to do it. You know? Oh, I like that. Yeah, Ryan Johnson has been back in the news because um, Glass Onion is coming out, which I am so excited for but i read in the in the news that he was more nervous for when making glass onion than he was for the last jedi oh Um, really yeah which is quite intriguing but he is my king and i'd be very happy to watch an episode that he directs (laughs) um even though i don't think that's gonna happen um but I think it is a hot take and I wish it would happen. So I'll give it to you. Awesome. What's yours? My hot take. We kind of talked about it earlier. No lightsabers. Maybe we've talked about this hot take before, but I really, I really don't want any lightsabers in this show. I like learning about in the Harry Potter world, the muggles, the average folk, the, the person that is watching this that can feel like, oh, this is how I can change the world too. It doesn't have to be like chosen powers or mysticism. Anyone can do, anyone can be a hero and do good. So I am hoping that we don't get any lightsabers, which is kind of controversial because we're also hoping to see Vader. Yeah, I, I was thinking that. <sighs> How many seasons of Andor are there going to be? There are two confirmed seasons. With all that footage. I think most of the Star Wars community is also like reasonable too. like we don't need the the lightsabers like you're saying. I personally you ruffle my feathers because I want to see lightsabers. I want to see. Even if it's minimal, but just introduce Cal, uh, bring Cal Kessis, bring someone new, I think, in the shadows, some remnant of the Jedi or the Sith or something. I don't know. It's a hot take. Yeah. It's a hot take. Um, it's a thumbs up or a thumbs down. I mean, it's... it's No uh, lightsabers. Amanda, I think... 
it's reasonable personally no i don't i don't agree i don't like it i don't like it <sighs> thumbs down i bet brody would also put a thumbs down if he I actually it. i think brody would thumbs up yeah because it's a reasonable ask of a show that's not centered on jedi or sith yeah yeah well that said i find your lack of good takes disturbing Maybe we'll get a voiceover of Vader actually saying that that line. I find your lack of good takes disturbing in ro- or in this new series. Holy Wouldn't that crap. be great? We'd have That'd to be meta. Out a lot of money for that. All right. One. Well, next up is trivia time. This is the way to trivia time. It's trivia time, and today Christian is going to give a question just to me, and we'll see. Yes, yeah, so just I, I wanted to keep it, it on right. theme with Andor. Nice. Maybe it was too much of a deep dive, but you'll let me know. Andor was assigned to which operation, including the instruction of Galen Erso? Was it called Operation Shadowhand, Operation Handoff, Operation Fracture? Operation Cinder. Hmm. D. The only one that sounds familiar to me is D, Operation Cinder. And I know that is familiar because it was what Sabine Wren worked on um, is like sort of the precursor to the Death Stars. So what is it? There you go. Uh, it's all right. W- wait. Is that your guess? Cinder, yeah. It's not Cinder. <gasps> what? Because it's what you were talking about. It's the the actual operation that Andor was working on in Rogue One, Operation Fracture. Huh. Do we know what Operation Fracture was? That was, he was, it's that whole operation in Rogue One when he is going through those phases of like, Getting Jenner, so oh, and taking off, out taking Galen. out Galen or so, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. That okay, whole that thing, I guess, I guess, was called Operation Fracture. Dang, I was like, I know Cinder, so that was a good one to you throw do. in there. Yeah, you know some some operations. Okay, I have I have a sloppy question to ask you, but we'll see if you can get it. In um, let's see. In epis- in Rogue One, they talk about um, an ongoing joke about, like, I heard the VT-16 is, like, way better than the VT-15, which is, like, an ongoing, like, stormtrooper oh. thing. The VT unit is also called, like, its name can be switched out with another two-letter um, acronym. Oh, dang. So it's the VT-14, VT-15, VT-16. Yeah. And the first two letters are interchangeable. Hmm. That's a deep dive for me. Yeah, I tried to find the hardest thing I could find for you. That's freaking... freaking (laughs) I want to say it's like TX or TK. So I need Mm. to choose between one of those. Uh, let's go with the uh, the the TX. It is not TX. It is BT, which ah. is so weird to me. 
Because V and B, I guess, sound similar, but I'm not sure why they are so easily interchangeable in this instance. Yeah, maybe because in, in the Spanish language, B and V, you know. And, you yeah, know, someone was saying like an arborish, it, it makes sense. Interesting. I didn't so, know. Nice. No idea. We I both got them wrong. Yep. Well. Congratulations. We're both idiots. Thanks, <laughs> <fans>. <laughs> Oh, well, that wraps up our episode for our Andor predictions. Next week, we will be reviewing all three episodes yeah. of Andor, the first three episodes, which is crazy. We're going to have so much to talk about. Holy and Brody God. will actually be here for that one. Yeah. Three ranks, three numbers, three percentages. Yeah. Hopefully, lots of hot takes, too. Yeah. It's going to be... Maybe it'll be the most, the next most polarizing thing in all of the Star Wars fandom. I feel like every next thing is the next polarizing thing. It's, so it's like the next one. <laughs> this will kill Star Wars. Then Star this Wars one. is dead. It's so dead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, Ryan Johnson, he's gonna come back. I love it. And just make all the haters mad. Yeah. Well, Christian, can you tell our listeners where they can follow us and listen to our episodes? Yes, we've cast a wide net over the internet. You can find us online at duelthranks.com where we've indexed all of the ranks and hot takes and blogs. We're on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. We're here on YouTube. We've still got all of our funny clips on YouTube from previous seasons, previous ranks. Yep. Go back down memory lane, watch those clips. Yeah, and let us know if you have any hot takes of your own. We would love to read them. Um... And would love to hear everyone's thoughts when the new episodes of Andor come out next week. So join us next week at 7 p.m. while we review episodes one through three of Andor. And we'll see you then. Thanks for joining us.